Hello? Anybody home? Today, I want you to open your mind. I've almost come to the conclusion that the story is so damning that the mass of people can't deal with it. We are in process of developing a whole series of techniques to get people actually to love their servitude. We face a hostile ideology, global in scope, atheistic in character, ruthless in purpose and insidious in method. Well, we are opposed around the world by a monolithic and ruthless conspiracy that relies primarily on covet means for expanding its sphere of influence. To change the minds and the attitudes and the beliefs of the people of the world, and especially the United States, to bring about one world socialist totalitarian government. The potential for the disastrous rise of misplaced power exists and will persist. It has patterned itself after every dictator who has ever planted the ripping imprint of a boot on the pages of history since the beginning of time. If you can get people to consent to the state of affairs in which they are living, then you have a much more easily controllable society than you would if you were relying wholly on clubs and firing squads and concentration camps. Tools of conquest do not necessarily come with bombs and explosions and fallout. There are weapons that are simply thoughts, attitudes, prejudices to be found only in the minds of men. The military-industrial complex not only controls our government, but they control our culture. As you connect the dots between different people, organizations, places, religions, history, suddenly the picture starts to form. If you don't connect the dots, it's just a mass of what's all this about. The kingdom of God is within man, not one man nor a group of men, but in all men, in you. You, the people, have the power to make this life free and beautiful to make this life a wonderful adventure. Someone born in the United States is not more special than someone born in Mexico. Someone who is white is not more special than someone who is black. They're just vehicles for the consciousness to experience. Brutes have risen to power, but they lie. They do not fulfill their promise. They never will. Dictators free themselves, but they enslave the people. War is peace. Freedom is slavery. Ignorance is strength. They do not want your children to be educated. They do not want you to think too much. It was learned that the aliens had been and were then manipulating masses of people through secret societies, witchcraft, magic, the occult, and religion. They reach into our children in music, television, books. Pray on children's innocence. How can I disprove lies that are stamped with an official seal? So if you have the opportunity to stand next to one of these machines, it feels like an altar to an alien god. The Army Air Forces has announced that a flying disc has been found and is now in the possession of the Army. You can deny all the things I've seen, all the things I've discovered, but not for much longer, because too many others know what's happening out there. And no one, no government agency has jurisdiction over the truth. Any state, any entity, any ideology that fails to recognize the worth, the dignity, the rights of man, that state is obsolete. A case to be filed under M for Mankind in the Twilight Zone. It's about time some of you got acquainted with the real hard truth. 
Freedom is the privilege to be right. Freedom from the disasters of our mistakes. It's the heart that says, I will not acquiesce. Across the gulf of space, intellects vast and cool and unsympathetic regarded our planet with envious eyes. Each of us, when separated, is always looking for our other half. And the desire and the pursuit of the whole is called love. Heart perception will change everything. Broadcasting from the Sonoran Desert in the beautiful state of Arizona, I'm your host, Ryan Gable, and this is The Secret Teachings Radio. If you'd like to contact the broadcast, you can always email us at rdgable, that's rdgable at yahoo.com. You can find us on Gab and Gitter. You can also find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash the secret teachings. If you visit our website, www.thesecretteachings.info, you'll find links to our Patreon page for behind-the-scenes content, our T-shirts, our affiliate sponsor, Pro One Water Filters, and our free show archive, which some of you, I'm sure, are utilizing. If you want to get rid of the monetized advertisements in that archive, though, you can simply subscribe to our full show archive, with all of my digital books, all of the shows to download and stream, all of the montages. You get access to the show when it's pre-recorded, before the show airs, and you'll also get, as a yearly subscriber, a physical copy of one of my books. Just visit our website, www.thesecretteachings.info, and subscribe today. Your support really does sincerely keep us on air Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Even if you just send us an email, share us on social media, leave us a review on one of the radio or podcast players of your choice, and let other people know what you think of this broadcast. You know, we cover so many different topics on this show. Just in the last two weeks, we've covered, a, 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 I think, so many topics, so many subjects that, you know, I, I kind of lose count after a while. And uh, they start to blend together. And, uh, you know, sometimes we find these kinds of, they're, they're kind of like themes that roll from one show to another show to another show. And I'm a big supporter of obtaining perspective. I'm a big supporter of obtaining context to, to anything. You know, when people ask me if I'm, you know, a certain kind of a thing, like when people ask me if I'm a vegan, I mean, I don't eat animal products, but that doesn't make me a, a vegan, you know, I, people ask me, do you support what this person did or what that person said? Are you a Republican or a Democrat? And I say, well, I'm, I'm not really either. You know, I just, I'm looking at things on a case-by-case basis. Do you support abortion? Do you not support abortion? Well, give me a case. I, I can't just say yes or no. It's not, things to me like that are not that simple. You know, whether it's abortion or it's picking a political party. Or it's, you know, uh, you know, even something as simple as, as you know, gender or sexuality. To, to me, like, that is not something that, that has ever come up in a conversation. Nobody's ever asked me, what, what's, what do you identify as? You know, what, what, what is your sexuality? You know, I mean, I know women talk about men, and I know men talk about women. And uh, even just straight talk. 
if you will. I'm not really the kind of person who does that. So I, I don't know, maybe I'm a little bit more culturally conservative in that way. You know, I try not to ogle women and I, I just don't, I, I'm, I'm not interested in, in, in playing that game. My mind isn't there most of the time. But I do find it strange when anybody has to constantly bring the subject of gender or sexuality into every conversation. Just like with race or ethnicity, just like with religion, I don't understand why race and sexuality and and, and gender and all these things have to be like the cornerstone, the foundation of conversations, of entertainment, of media, of politics. When I hear people using those types of terms or when they're speaking within those subjects, I always think that the person is disingenuous because anybody who has to bring a, a, a certain group of individuals into their conversation in every conversation, every political discussion, every, every, you know, every news story, I feel like they're compensating for something. You know, it's like, you know, the, you know, it's like the idea of the guy that drives the really, really big truck, you know, he's compensating for something, you know, people that, you know, are, are, you know, they, they have an enormous house, but it's just them. You know, what are they compensating for? And an inadequacy somewhere else in their life. And people that bring race into every conversation, especially when there, there's no relationship to race or, or climate change for that matter, like everything's climate change, disease is climate change, and war is climate change. There's an inadequacy there somewhere. Because, I mean, if you're talking about these types of subjects, Democrats and liberals in particular tend to be like obsessed doesn't define how the Democratic Party addresses these issues. It's beyond obsessed. It's beyond obsessive compulsive. It's even beyond fetishizing. It's like a mental illness. It's like a tick. It's like Tourette's. Like they literally cannot have a conversation, have a debate, write an article, discuss anything without bringing these subjects to the forefront of that of that interaction and it's 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 to the point now where the absurdity isn't so much that it's brought to the the forefront of every conversation of every interaction it's that it's almost every single day there is a story about an incredible hypocrisy pertaining to race or sex or gender, or something of that sort, within this this progressive democratic elite party, and I mean it's 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 to the point where, like here in Arizona, you know, as we approach the midterms, I don't particularly like our governor, but you know he's I guess he's done a couple of things that are just standard for conservatives, and I agree with those things. There are all, there's also things that Democrats do that I agree with. So I'm not a conservative, but I'm looking at the gubernatorial race here, and uh, there's Carrie Lake, who is blowing the Republicans out of the water. She's the former uh, news anchor, and I think she got Trump's support uh, to run for for governor. And then on the other side of the aisle, you have a lady named uh, Katie Hobbs. Now, Katie Hobbs is the Arizona Secretary of State, and she's running for governor. And uh, you look at this woman and you just you immediately you realize what party she's in because of the way they look. I don't know if it's like a kit you buy when you 
subscribe to being a Democrat and you get the big thick rim glasses and that annoying look on your face. I, I don't know. Maybe it's a kit that you get. I don't know. But, but um, like I, I read about this woman and uh, she, apparently she's been sued and a jury has found her guilty on two occasions of discriminating against a woman named Talonia Adams when she worked for the state uh, Senate Democrats. And I, I, I don't know what exactly happened, but she wasn't being paid very much money. So she raised concerns about that and, and said, everybody else is being paid more than me. Why am I not being paid? And long story short, uh, the jury found Katie Hobbs, the Arizona Secretary of State, guilty apparently twice of not paying Talanya Adams more money or equal pay due to the fact that she was, and a jury found this twice, in a conservative state like Arizona, she was refusing to pay this woman more because she was black. That is the literal reason why you can pull up mainstream news. Arizona Secretary of State Katie Hobbs, running for governor as a Democrat, refused to pay a black woman equal pay compared to other people that were working in the office. And that seems to be pretty par for the course. I mean, I lived in New York, as most of you know, up until about six months ago. And thank God, Allah, whoever, thank Osiris, thank somebody. I got out of that that nightmare, that uh, that that just disgusting, disgusting, sad. It's sad, too, because New York's a really beautiful state. You know, the state is, is you know, especially in the fall time, it's really beautiful, to be fair to, to New Yorkers. But, you know, otherwise, you know, the cities are just, it's disgusting, I mean, even, hey, to be, I guess to be fair to New York and, and here in Tucson, it's also, you know, somewhat disgusting in some places because the police aren't really allowed to do anything. And there's homeless people crawling all over the gas stations. I just, this homeless guy came up to me the other day just tweaking. And he's like, man, you got some money, you got some money. I was like, no, man, I don't got no money. Why do you come up to me and think I got money? You know, I got, <laughs> I got to push back on him, all right? I'm used to that from, from living in Florida my whole life. Like, I know how to handle these, uh, these drugged out tweaking you know, I'm going to stab you meth heads, coke heads, whatever the hell they are. Some, I think this guy was definitely on meth. I mean, I mean, I lived in Polk County, Florida, so I, I know about the meth and uh, it just irritates me. So we got that problem here, too. But, you know, generally speaking, I like I lived in New York and when I was living in New York, I, there, I was living in Rochester and uh, the mayor there, uh, lovely Warren, you know, big supporter of black rights, big supporter of, you know, progressive ideology and then it turns out she was actually dealing drugs with her husband to black communities. So Black Lives Matter, especially when you get them hooked on the drugs that you're selling them. As the mayor of the city, look this up. She also was in possession of multiple firearms illegally when she was an advocate, like most of the other progressives in uh, Rochester, of gun control. And these weren't like handguns. These were like, I, I think some of them were like automatic rifles. So she was selling drugs. And she was in possession of illegal firearms. And she was being investigated for campaign finance fraud on top of other things like child endangerment. This was the mayor of Rochester. This was, this was like a year ago. And I, and I was having a conversation with someone at work about it. And uh, they... 
They said, I mean, that they weren't really, you know, they were like, screw the Republicans, screw the Democrats. I don't care about any of this. But they they knew about Lovely Warren and they were asking me about, you know, what what I knew about it. And we were talking and I said, yeah, it's it's disgusting how this woman can say that she stands for black people. She she is black and uh, they have her face plastered everywhere. Uh, you know, it's in magazines. Vote for Lovely Warren when she was up for reelection despite the fact that she was under investigation for, for fraud. And as I just said, it's strange how she can support Black Lives Matter and tell the Rochester PD to stand down and not stop rioters from breaking windows and people getting, st- some guy got stabbed in the eye by Black Lives Matter rioters. And it's just kind of strange. And some woman at the business I worked at went and reported me. And I, I like that's I even had to get signatures from witnesses that heard what I said because this woman went and reported me and said, I said, black people rig elections. That's a quote, black people rig elections. She said, I said that. And I said, and, and my, my manager said, did you say this, Ryan? And I said, that doesn't even make sense. What are you talking about? I'm talking about the mayor who's under investigation for fraud, who got caught with illegal firearms, being an anti-gun advocate, who got caught selling drugs to black communities. That's what I'm talking about, that woman. What, what are you talking about, black people rig elections? And then when I'm living there, of course, I got to deal with, you know, the, the Andrew Cuomo, Another Democrat who loves women, but he's grabbing their asses and grabbing their breasts and, you know, putting old people in, in uh, you know, in, in homes and killing them at the beginning of the pandemic. He's now under federal investigation. So he steps down. And then the, the, the new governor, uh, Hochul, her lieutenant governor, a guy named, uh, it, it, look this guy's name up, Brian Benjamin. I didn't know that was the lieutenant governor. But just just a week ago, last week, the New York Lieutenant Governor Brian Benjamin resigned from his post after being indicted by the Department of Justice for conspiring to funnel illegal contributions to his failed 2021 bid for the New York City Comptroller. So another Democratic governor and leader of the state of New York indicted due to the fact that he was illegally funneling money from a failed bid. You know, it's like it's always sunny in Philadelphia. Why do people get involved in politics? Because they're in it for the cash. They're in it for a big payout. That's why they run. They get the money, then they, they, they drop out, they, get to, they keep the money. And this guy's now going to be investigated for fraud. Andrew Cuomo, the former governor, is under investigation for uh, federal investigation for the nursing home issue. And then, you, and then you've got the mayor of Rochester under investigation for fraud. Like, is this all Democrats can do? Obviously not, because there are really decent people who are Democrat. That's not the point. But it seems like there's just this infestation in the Democratic Party. It's every day. Here's the L.A. Times. The same day, listen to this, the same day that the lieutenant governor of New York was arrested for election fraud, more election fraud, here's Ed Buck. You know who Ed Buck is? Ed Buck is a, is a big name in Hollywood and a big name in politics. He's a huge contributor to the Democratic Party. Listen to what the L.A. Times reported on Ed Buck. Behind the walls of his Laurel Avenue apartment was a nightmare. For nearly a decade, the wealthy, white Ed Buck lured young black men at the lowest points in their lives, homeless, addicted, resorting to substance-level sex work, or uh, subsistence-level sex work, into what he called party and play sessions, Amid squalor that belied his reputation as a man who had achieved great wealth at a young age, Buck piled the men with drugs and then sexually assaulted them while they were unconscious or immobile. Let me read that again. 
Buck piled the men with drugs and then sexually assaulted them while they were unconscious or immobile. This isn't a sexual thing or a fetish thing. Uh, This is a guy who has so much money he doesn't know what to do with it. One of the biggest contributors to the Democratic Party. And once again, you know, black people matter. And here's a guy who could get any prostitute, porn star, escort, anybody he wants. But instead, he uses his money to lure black people off the street, drug them, and then rape them. And it's literally like every day, every week, I see stories like this. And you know what? Sure, Republicans are no different. I'm not talking about Republicans and Democrats, though. I'm talking about a certain segment of the Democratic Party, which is obsessed with smut, which is obsessed with perversity, which is obsessed with debauchery. They're obsessed with promiscuity. They're obsessed with sex, gender, uh, gender, genitals, race, ethnicity, drugs. They're obsessed with feces. They're obsessed with, you know, poopy mode. They're just obsessed with the most depraved, disgusting, low-level, low-life, degenerate filth. And I'm trying to figure out why that is. It could, it could just as equally be in the Republican Party. It doesn't really matter about the party. It just there's a segment of society that is obsessed with this stuff. That's the inadequacy. These people do not like black people any more than they like white people. People like Ed Buck drug and rape homeless black men in his wealthy Los Angeles home. His expensive Los Angeles home. Lieutenant governor and the former governor and the mayor of a a, a city in Rochester, Rochester, New York, and New York, all under investigation for fraud, for murder. I mean, the the former governor's under investigation for murder. These people are, well, I'll, I'll, I'll use a word that somebody called me on the radio the other night. These people are insufferable. Somebody called me insufferable. These people are insufferable. Now, you know, like, you know, if, if you study history, you, you probably know, you've seen the famous pictures of Nazis burning books, right? And you've probably seen, you know, the movies where the, 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 the Nazis go around, or, or I think actually it wasn't the Nazis. I think it was like the Allies go around and try to recover, you know, Nazi treasures or art and stuff like that before the Nazi. I don't know. It was called like the Monuments Men or something. I, I, don't, I don't think I've seen that movie in a long time. But, you know, it's just like a lot of his, There's a lot of movies and TV shows and books and things like that where we were taught this history of how the Nazis... The Nazis went around and they rounded up all this art and they rounded up statues and they rounded up, you know, religious relics. And they did all this because they didn't like art. Uh, the, 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 the opposite of that is true, though. Hitler was an artist. Hitler loved art. What they were doing was they were going around finding art, finding, you know, sculptures, finding uh, relics to preserve them. It's not about being right or wrong. It's about the context in history. They were going around finding these things to preserve them. Now, when they burned books, when they were destroying what we would see as culture, we also don't have the context to that because what was happening in Germany at the time in the early 30s and in the mid to late 1920s was an absolute avalanche, a a sewage pipe bursting of smut and filth, and sex, and pornography, and homosexuality, and the German people were were fed up with it. 
And so one of the things that the German Nazi party did was they targeted the smut, they targeted the pornography, they targeted what arguably we would call today pedophilia, they targeted the, the, the transvestites, they targeted the cross-dressers, they targeted that type of textual and visual material, and they got rid of it because it was considered a danger to the fundamental foundation of German society and culture. That's the context. Now, that doesn't mean that after that happened that they didn't proceed to burn books, literally, and to get rid of things that, well, the Nazi party didn't like. They did. It was ruthless, barbaric, and it was wrong. But it started, understandably, with getting rid of the smut and the pornography and the things that were being distributed to children by mostly communist groups, Marxist groups that had infiltrated German society and wrecked it in the 1920s. They tried a larger takeover, uh, but uh, World War I veterans of the German military stopped the violent takeover, so they went for a psychological takeover, a cloud and pivot, if you will. Now we're hearing that in the state of Florida, the state is actually getting rid of a, a number of math textbooks, and, and the liberal media in particular is all up in arms and saying that they're trying to censor math and they're trying to censor you know, the, the, you know, teaching certain things to kids. They're burning books in Florida. This was just three days ago. And uh, so you read some of the articles about this, USA Today and others, and it's like, why is Florida getting rid of these math textbooks? Because about 40% of them that were submitted violated Florida's state law that prohibits the teaching of critical race theory and other things, including Common Core, to students. And particularly things of a sexual nature to very young people. And it's like, okay, hold on a second. Are they burning books because they don't want children to learn? Or are they refusing to approve books because it violates HB 1557, because it violates the state law, and because it has nothing to do with math in the first place? I mean, if you you made a, 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 a book of, you know, scandalous photos, pornography, etc., and you slapped a, a title on it that was like arithmetic, you know, and, and you tried to sell that and people said, well, this is just smut. This is just perversity. And and, 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 and someone says, no, 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 it's not perversity. It's, it's, it's math. Well, just because the title is arithmetic doesn't mean that it's not perversity. So it's like, just to give you that idea, that's what Florida is doing, but they're being accused of censoring history and not letting kids learn about math this is history repeating itself. And, and we need to understand why some people would choose to burn a book or ban a book because it's not always because of barbarism. And we're going to break this down tonight on The Secret Teachings in a lot more detail. I'm Ryan Gable. Stay with us. I think you're going to enjoy what we have for you tonight. You are hearing the sound between that which is above and that which is below. It's KTLK. Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM. The Secret Teachings is finally available on nearly every podcast platform, from Apple to Spotify and Podcast Addict. Search the name and start listening today for free. But if you want to avoid those annoying ads, head on over to thesecretteachings.info and subscribe to the ad-free archive. It's got old shows, new shows, and you can also download Ryan's digital books. Subscribe today. What are you waiting for? The end of the world? 
If you enjoy the secret teachings and want to hold years of my research in your hands, visit our website and grab physical and digital copies of my books. Occult Arcana will introduce you to sacred myths, folklore, magic, theology, and alchemy. The technological elixir will take you from transhumanism and AI to black goo and UFOs. And food philosophy might just change your mind about what we call food, germ theory, and geoengineering. Remember, shipping is always included with the books. Visit www.thesecretteachings.info and get your copy today. The Secret Teachings is now on Gab and Getter. Search Ryan Gable on both to find the show or stick with The Secret Teachings in the Metaverse. People ask me all the time what they can do to take control of their lives when facing a daily onslaught of dis and misinformation. I say take control of your body and mind with water filtration. Visit www.thesecretteachings.info and click on our affiliate sponsor link with Pro One Water Filters at the top of the page to search for a water filter for the home, camping trip, and even the shower. They filter countless contaminants and make a wonderful gift for friends, family, and yourself. That's Pro One Water Filters at thesecretteachings.info. Are you intrigued by Paranormal Talk Radio? You'll love the new Paranormal Radio app from TalkStream Live. You'll find a great selection of talk shows covering UFOs, ghosts, strange phenomena, and much more. Download the Paranormal Radio app now and start listening to the very best in Paranormal Talk entertainment, including the network you're listening to right now, the Paranormal Radio app, free in Google Play and the iOS App Store. Hello, folks. This is Jordan Maxwell. My website is jordanmaxwellshow.com, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings with your host, Ryan Gable. Do you have everything you need to explore The Secret Teachings? I've got my secret socks on and my secret TV and my secret TV channel. Looks like SpongeBob's ready. Are you? Hey, this is John Peasy at JohnPeasy.com, and I'm here with Ryan Gable from The Secret Teaching. This is David Icke from DavidIcke.com, and you are listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable. Attention, you are tuned into restricted airspace. Tune out immediately. This is KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM. I'm your host, Ryan Gable, and this is The Secret Teachings Radio. I'm sure most of you saw that Netflix has lost 30% of their share price in the last 48 hours. Netflix is losing hundreds of thousands of subscribers, and investors believe that Netflix will lose about 2 million subscribers over the next year to two years. There's probably a lot of reasons for this. Elon Musk believes that the reason is what he called, quote, the woke mind virus, making Netflix essentially unwatchable. And, you know, I don't really get on uh, Netflix uh, with the intent to uh, to binge watch a TV show. Uh, I feel like I watch too much TV the way that it is, even though I only watch maybe, uh, you know, a show or a movie a documentary a night. But, um, you know, I get on Netflix and I scroll through and, uh, you know, you get your whatever the, 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 the flavor of the day is, whatever the flavor of the week or the month is, and that's what's trending. Um, maybe I'm disconnected from society, but I feel as if a lot of the things that are trending on Netflix aren't actually trending. It's just what, like if you go to a grocery store and you look at the end caps 
and you see products that they might be new products or products that maybe you've heard of before, but now they're suddenly on the end cap. Companies pay tens of thousands of dollars to have their products put on the end caps. That's, that's what becomes the flavor of the day or the week of the month because companies pay to have it out there. I'd imagine that Netflix has a, has a similar scheme going like any other streaming service because I just don't buy it. You know, my intuition's like that, that is this really what's trending? Is this really what everybody's watching? I don't buy it. I don't believe it. So they have the trending and they got like the top 10. Uh, and then they've got, you know, the different sections like black stories. And I mean, Hulu has the black stories and uh, I think uh, Amazon Prime, I don't even have that anymore, but Amazon Prime has like black stories. And then, then it's like LGBTQ stories. And then it's like, it starts pushing I mean, when you when you get into it, if you get into the start looking, looking at the wrong movies and TV shows, your algorithm changes and you start getting like men can get pregnant. You know, it it used to be like the propaganda on Netflix and Hulu and stuff was like Hitler, 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 Hitler's bad. There's even a there's a great episode of um, uh, of of King of the Hill where I think uh, Hank's daughter is watching TV or something. And there's. It's like coming up next, Hitler's Hitler's this, Hitler's that, Hitler's that, Hitler's this, and which is exactly what most History Channel shows are. And that's what like Netflix used to be in terms of indoctrination. That was Netflix. Now it's just everything is is sexual. Everything is homosexual. Everything is beyond that. It's like perverted. And I mean, it, I just maybe that's why people don't the average person doesn't want to see that kind of stuff. And it's like, well, if you don't want to see it, you don't have to watch it. That, that's fine. But it's like, how much of that is artificial? How much of that is natural? Are, are there really that many people in the population who are interested in watching, I don't know, men get pregnant when they can't get pregnant? Are that many people interested? Like we used to have like Queer Eye, right? It's like Queer Eye for the straight guy or something. And like that's on Netflix. But that's not, that's not even the level of what we have you know, on these streaming platforms now. So it's just like, what exactly is responsible for the, for the stock crash? People like Elon Musk says it's the, the, the woke virus. Other people uh, probably believe it's just like, well, people are moving to other streaming services. Well, regardless of what the reason is, I, I imagine that part of it has to be the, the, the same, uh, the same view that is leading to companies like Disney in Florida losing large amounts of support because they just can't keep their noses out of social justice and political correctness. And it's, it's weird. Like, Disney is an entertainment company. Disney should be entertaining children and families with things that are, for all intents and purposes, age-appropriate. Disney should not be creating a, a, a system in which 50% of their characters are LGBTQ, which is what uh, one of the presidents of Disney said. They want to have, you know, pretty much everything's going to be LGBTQ uh, within the next, I think they said that by the end of the year, they want like half of the new characters to be LGBTQ. And it's, it's weird because they say they want that to, to be the case so that things are equal. But that's the, the population of LGBTQ is uh, minuscule to virtually none. So how do you how do you quantify that? It doesn't make sense. Like, where is the money coming from to sponsor this kind of stuff? Where are these companies willing to take billion dollar losses over issues of political correctness? 
over issues of social justice? Is that a virus of social media so they don't, you know, they don't fall into the, the, the wrong group and they're not attacked and that damages their image? Because what they're doing, what Netflix and Disney and others are doing, they're, they're, hurt, they're hurting their image. And then the general public doesn't want this kind of thing. Especially, they don't want this kind of thing for children. So I don't know why Netflix, you know, they're losing, uh, you know, subscribers and, and their shares are, are falling. But I would imagine it has something to do with, you know, the same kind of fight going on in Florida with Disney. And uh, you might have read in the last uh, two or three days that Florida has decided to nix a number of math textbooks over critical race theory and common core standards. Listen to this from the USA Today, Sarasota, Florida. It says the Florida Department of Education rejected more than 50 mathematics textbooks, about 40% of those submitted, for failing to meet Florida's new learning standards or contained prohibited topics that included references to critical race theory. So already here we have context that the headline and that the mainstream media is not telling us. So learning standards, what are the learning standards? Well, they're not teaching sexuality and gender to kindergartners. It doesn't matter if it's homosexual, heterosexual. It doesn't matter if it's gender or sex. You don't teach that to kindergartners. You don't teach that to first graders all the way up to third grade. Other uh, uh, prohibited topics that were contained in the books uh, include references to critical race theory. Why would critical race theory be in a math textbook? Why would things that violate learning standards, the new learning standards, HB 1, Five five seven, the name of the bill that was passed uh, recently. That what Disney says is the "Don't Say Gay" bill. It, it actually it's should call it the "Don't Say Straight" bill because you can't teach kids that in school. Period. But the point is, learning standards and prohibited topics: race theory, critical race theory, and gender and sex. That's that's the learning standards that are being that are being. I guess um, uh, they're in these math textbooks. And the, the state is saying, uh, we're not going to approve these textbooks. Now, rather than asking why sex and gender and critical race theory are in math textbooks, I, I mean, I understand Common Core. If they're blocking it because of Common Core, that's understandable if the state has uh, essentially taken a different approach to education and uh, they've decided not to go the Common Core route. That would make sense. It's all in an educational uh, contextual uh, uh, format. But if they're they're getting rid of textbooks and, and the mainstream media says they're banning textbooks, it's the equivalent of burning books. The Nazis did this. But what are they actually banning? Well, they're not really banning anything. They're just not approving books that violate state law, which include teaching sex and gender to kids and things that are prohibited like critical race theory. So the question isn't, are they burning books? Are they banning books? The question is more, why is a math textbook teaching critical race theory? Why is a math textbook teaching sex and gender? Now, I mean, if you want to be a little bit, you know, if you want to be kind of gross, if you want to be uh, perverted here, you could say, well, you could teach math from a sexual point of view, right? Division, multiplication, but, I mean, hey, maybe that's actually what's in the textbooks. Maybe they're like, well, if you divide a, a man's legs and then you stick your PP in him and uh, you, you multiply you get because men can get pregnant. Maybe that's in the textbook. I would actually, I wouldn't be surprised if that's in the textbooks. So, yeah, not just because of the law, 
but because if if it doesn't align with learning standards, regardless of what those standards are based on, then the state's going to reject it. The, here's another question. How many books do states like Florida typically block from being used in the the educational system? How many books do, do, do any state, how many books did California block for one reason or another? How many states, uh, you know, or how many books did states like New York or Arizona or Texas or Wyoming or Oregon or Washington or Michigan? How, how, how many did North Carolina or Georgia or Missouri or any state? How many books do, does a state educational department typically reject? So they act like the state of Florida is randomly banning books because they don't like you know the material so democrats are accusing the state of eliminating critical thinking representative anna escamani from orlando a democrat called it part of the republicans party agenda to eliminate critical thinking in schools now i haven't seen the 40 percent of those submitted textbooks that have been uh that have been uh, rejected so i don't know what's in them but if they're violating the state's law of teaching gender and sex to kids, it's not even so much of, of, of understanding, well, that's why they're rejected. It's not a ban. It's not really a burning. It's more so it didn't align with the state law, whether it's right or not. That's up for people to decide for themselves. It's more so why is critical race theory, why is gender and sex being taught to children in math books? You know, math for me is already confusing enough. I don't need to have gender and sex injected into it or critical race theory injected into it. But, you know, to, to be serious here for, for a second, I, I feel as if what they're probably teaching kids is numbers and math and, uh, you know, arithmetic in general is a white man's thing and uh, white men are evil. And uh, so if you don't really want to learn math, that's okay because math is racist. I mean, hell, the Smithsonian Magazine told us time was racist. Time is white supremacy. So I, I guess all those hunter-gatherer tribes uh, in, the, in the Fertile Crescent, in the Mediterranean area, all the, 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 the historical stuff that we learn about the Middle East, you know, all the people there that probably weren't white, um, where they built calendars based on the sun and the moon, and, you know, humans built calendars all over the planet. White, black, Asian, doesn't matter. Uh, I guess time in that respect is racist. The sun is racist. The moon is racist. Everything's racist, Right. Why is that being taught in a math book? It just doesn't make any sense. I really, I, I really need to, <laughs> I need to rein myself in because that was like an eight-minute segment on one sentence. Let's, let's read the rest of this real quick. In its press release issued late Friday, so this was last Friday, the Florida Department of Education announced it had disapproved what it said was a record number of math textbooks, 54 of 134 submitted by publishers. So they actually still, they, they, they still approved more than 50%. So once again, context, and how many do they normally ban or block? Or, well, they're they actually rejecting them. They're not banning or blocking them, per se. They're, they're rejecting them, blocking them, but definitely not banning them. More than half the disallowed textbooks incorporated, quote, prohibited topics or unsolicited strategies, including CRT. Why is that in a math book? While others were not allowed because publishers rebranded Common Core standards. Also, they tried to redesign the image of Common Core so that they could slip it past the Department of Education. Very, very slimy. Very, very disgusting. The titles of any textbooks deemed unacceptable were not disclosed by state officials. 
Most textbooks that will not be allowed for use by Florida public schools were, were for students in elementary grades, kindergarten through fifth grade. You know, that part of that's because of the new the law, uh, HB 1557. DeSantis, the governor of Florida, said it seems that some publishers attempted to slap a coat of paint on an old house built on the foundation of Common Core and indoctrinating concepts like race essentialism, especially bizarrely for elementary school students. Yes. Why would you be teaching critical race theory and gender and sex in any math textbook, let alone to math textbooks that are for elementary school students? I mean, there, it, there really isn't any other way to define it. I don't like these, these popularized terms like grooming and even indoctrination, for that matter. When terms get used so much, they lose a lot of their, their essence and, and meaning, uh, I think, for the public. But that's, that's an important question. Why, why are those things in math textbooks at all, let alone for kindergartners or elementary school, first, second, third, fourth, and fifth grade? I mean, you, you can't really get around the idea that the only reason it would be there is to indoctrinate the, the students. Now, I understand the other point of view. What Republicans want to indoctrinate kids to. This was the whole issue that CNN had with uh, the Tuttle Twins. And, uh, you know, the Tuttle Twins uh, book series, uh, they have an economics course. They have books for from toddlers, toddler books, all the way up for young adults. I mean, even adults, you're 30, 40 years old, you want to learn about the basics of, of law and, and civil society and things like that. You you could read a, a like a, a, a teenage Tuttle Twins book. And I, I mean, I have them. I, I bought them on Black Friday, actually. So my son would have them when he got a little older. And uh, I, I think they're fantastic. But CNN said that the Tuttle Twins was indoctrinating children with with right leaning ideology. And I thought, I don't see how a free market, I don't see how a rule of law that protects all people, regardless of their race or ethnicity or gender. I don't see how that's right wing indoctrination. And, and if that is right wing indoctrination, um, I'll raise my hand and, and I'll take one if my other option is sexualizing children in kindergarten if my other option is teaching white children that they're bad because of the color of their skin if my other option is perversity and racism i think i'll take the lessons that teach kids about morality and teach kids about virtue and ethics and responsibility etc 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 i don't find that to be indoctrination in a negative sense i find that to be education so that we have a civil, equal, fair, just society for all people. But the state of Florida is uh, receiving tremendous backlash because of this, this book blocking, this book rejection. Nobody's asking, hey, why is there critical race theory in an elementary school math book, though? But it gets even better. I mean, Florida is, is like in all-out assault mode against uh, all of these ideologies, all this Marxism, and, and, and let's, let's admit what it is. It is absolutely communism. Here's the Miami Herald a week ago. The Miami Herald reported, Florida's employers need to know the following if Ron DeSantis approves a new law called Individual Freedom, House Bill 7. So just like with House Bill 1557, they called it the Don't Say Gay Bill, which it wasn't. It was actually the Parental Rights Bill. House Bill 7, which is actually titled Individual Freedom, is being called 
the anti-woke bill. But funny thing is, it's actually not being called the anti-woke bill by the other political party. It's being called the anti-woke bill by those that are in support of it. Here's what the bill does. And having experienced a lot of this stuff firsthand, it would have been really nice if New York had a, had a law like this. Here's how the bill works. In practice, the bill would amend the Florida Civil Rights Act and would, it would make it basically unlawful, unlawful for employers to subject workers to, quote, training, instruction, or any other required activity that promotes or compels them to believe the following concepts. Once again, indoctrination or, in edu- or education, you, you take from this what you will. Virtues such as merit, excellence, hard work, fairness, neutrality, objectivity, and racial colorblindness are racist or sexist. You cannot teach or imply that. That sounds pretty reasonable. Or that they were created by members of a particular race, color, sex, or national origin to oppress members of another race, color, sex, or national origin. The bill prohibits the teaching or the, the instruction of any of these things, including that members of one race, color, sex, or national origin are morally superior to members of another race, color, sex, or national origin. That an individual's moral character or status as either privileged or oppressed is necessarily determined by his or her race, color, sex, or national origin. That an individual, by virtue of their race, color, sex, or national origin, is inherently racist, sexist, or oppressive, whether consciously or unconsciously. That a member of one race, color, sex, or national origin cannot and should not attempt to treat others without respect due to race, uh, color, sex, or national origin. That a member of one race, color, sex, or national origin cannot and should not attempt to treat others without respect to race, color, sex, or national origin. And the last two, that an individual by virtue of his or her race, sex, color, or national origin should be discriminated against or receive adverse treatment to achieve diversity, equality, or inclusion. That was one of my favorites. And that an individual by virtue of their race, color, sex, or national origin bears responsibility for and must feel guilty anguish, or other forms of psychological distress because of actions committed in the past by other members of the same race, color, sex, or national origin. Read a Chinese history book, and you will find that is precisely what the Communist Party did. They called it genetic guilt. If your parents were responsible of supporting the nationalists, then you were guilty of supporting the nationalists, even if you were a proud communist uh, with the red flag. Genetic guilt. If your family did it, you're guilty. If your grandparents or your great-grandparents did it, you're guilty. So this law prohibits all of that. HB 7, individual freedom, and the governor is set to sign that within the next couple of days to the next couple of weeks. But Florida is also doing something even, I, I would say, bigger than HB 1557 and HB 7. Disney threatened the state of Florida. Disney lied about the state of Florida. Disney threatened the state of Florida. Disney threatened the parents of the state of Florida. And Disney lied about the state government and lied about the state of Florida and what parents in Florida might want for their children. Disney did all of that when they attacked the Florida government, lied about the Florida government, was dishonest about what HB 1557 said and what it actually did, and got themselves wrapped up in something that is probably going to cost them all of their special privileges in the state of Florida. Now, Democrats and Disney, I mean, it's sick that Democrats, just like Republicans, just whatever is their side, they have to defend it, which is really gross. It's, it's grotesque. 
So Democrats in Florida are saying that Florida's decision yesterday, this was yesterday, April 20th, today is April 21st, April 20th, Florida's state Senate passed a bill to end Disney's self-government. Now, DeSantis originally called for this due to Disney's handling of the 1557 House bill. The Orlando Sentinel reported back in late March that a 1967 state law allowing Walt Disney World to establish its own independent government through the Reedy Creek Improvement District could be threatened if the state decides to take away those special privileges. And so the state Senate passed a bill yesterday to repeal the law allowing Walt Disney World to operate a private government over its properties in the state. The proposal would have huge tax implications for Disney, whose series of theme parks have over the decades transformed Orlando into one of the world's most popular tourist destinations. And Democrats have warned that the move could cause local homeowners to get hit with big tax bills if they have to absorb bond debt from Disney, although such details are far from clear. I highly doubt the state, there's like a billion dollars in tax issues here. I highly doubt the state is going to force this back on their citizens considering how they've handled everything else. What's interesting, though, is, you know, I I read yesterday that um, makers of face masks are feeling the backlash from the federal judge in Florida who ended the the, the federal transportation uh, mandate for masks. And uh, the article that I read was like, mask makers take it on the chin as a federal judge says no more masks on transportation and in transportation hubs. And it's like an article about, I mean, I've got it here. There's no reason to go into the detail, but it's an article about how mask makers now can't feed their families because that nobody wants to buy masks anymore. So what are they going to do? And I just, I think like that that is a classic, classic economic fallacy. And we're not going to get into it, but that's, that's kind of the same thing here. What, what are we going to, all this money that's owed, who's going to have to pay for it? Is, are the citizens going to have to pay for it? I'd imagine the state probably makes Disney pay for it. I mean, Disney, just like any other corporation, any other group, if an individual, there, there has to be consequences to your actions. You can't inject sexualized gender, sex, political ideology into children to indoctrinate and to quote-unquote groom them and then get upset when people say, we don't want our kids learning this smut, and the state, with huge support from voters, says we're going to ban the teaching of it, including heterosexual sex and gender studies, in schools for these young kids. And the only response that people on the other side of the aisle have is, this is going to hurt children who are trans. And you can't really get a reasoning out of them when they say that. Well, how's it going to hurt kids that are trans? You can't... We don't know, right? We have no idea. Nobody really gives us any information on that. So so here's the thing. We're going to go into the detail of the uh, Florida Health. This was a, uh, a press release yesterday on the treatment of gender dysphoria for children and adolescents. And once again, it's taken grossly out of context, as is the state of Arizona's transgender laws, grossly out of context. I want to provide you the context of this, and I want to show you that there's something more than a culture war going on here. There is something going on here that, that transcends politics, and that is meant to access the core foundation, cornerstone, and the heart 
of American society, hopefully to to rot it from the core, internally to the outside. I've got Jen Psaki pretending to cry in a video here. I'll play for you in the next segment. Pretending to cry because states are saying, if you're a man, you can't go into a women's locker room. If you're a man, you can't play in women's sports. If you're a man, uh, you're not a woman. But none of the states are saying that under certain circumstances, you, you, you can't have you know some kind of surgery performed. They're, they're saying if you are a man or a woman and you make that decision yourself, that's one thing. But you don't teach young children that it's okay to have their genitals cut off. That's unacceptable. You would think, politically speaking, that would be a middle ground where people could agree. But it's not. And I don't know if it's rabbit ideology that's responsible for not being able to meet in the middle there, or if there's something else. There's a larger agenda, there's a larger ideology, and the people that are pushing it, I think, are actually mentally handicapped. Because you cannot look at this and say that that pushing this on small children is, in, in any way, shape, or form, acceptable. And that's not the only thing we're going to get into in the next segment, but please stay with us because I promise you, I've got a lot to share with you that I think you're going to want to hear. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings. There's a lot more after this. Stay with us. The Secret Teachings is finally available on nearly every podcast platform from Apple and Spreaker to Spotify and Podcast Addict. Also available as TST Weekends, our one-hour Saturday morning show. Search the show name and start listening today for free. And if you want to avoid those annoying ads, visit www.thesecretteachings.info and subscribe to our ad-free archive with some of our older shows included. You'll get a private RSS feed and access to the Montage Archive and my digital books. Subscribe today or listen to the free show archive at thesecretteachings.info. If you enjoy The Secret Teachings and want to hold years of Ryan's research in your hands, grab a physical and digital copy of his books. Occult Arcana will introduce you to sacred myths, folklore, and alchemy. The technological elixir will take you from transhumanism and AI to black goo and UFOs. Food philosophy will change your mind about what we call food, germ theory, and geoengineering. Visit thesecretteachings.info. So, you love talk radio, then you'll love TalkStreamLive.com. TalkStream Live is always on, 24-7, with the best streaming talk shows. Find your favorite talkers and discover some new ones. It's free, readily available online, or on mobile with any smartphone or tablet. Finding your favorite talk shows all in one place has gotten a whole lot easier. Just go to TalkStreamLive.com. Be sure to download the free apps from Google Play or the iTunes App Store. You are listening to The Secret Teachings. To contact the show, to share information and your opinion, or give recommendations, email rdgable at yahoo.com. Visit the Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash The Secret Teachings, or visit the website at www.thesecretteachings.info. 
People ask me all the time what they can do to take control of their lives when facing a daily onslaught of dis- and misinformation. I say take control of your body and mind with water filtration. Visit www.thesecretteachings.info and click on our affiliate sponsor link with Pro One Water Filters at the top of the page to search for a water filter for the home, camping trip, and even the shower. They filter countless contaminants and make a wonderful gift for friends, family, and yourself. That's Pro One Water Filters at thesecretteachings.info. You're listening to The Secret Teachings. For more information on the show or to contact Ryan, visit thesecretteachings.info or email ryan at rdgable at yahoo.com. This is David John Oates from reversespeech.com. You are listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable. This transmission is coming to you from the space between heaven and hell. It's KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM. Welcome back to the Secret Teachings Radio Show. I'm your host, Ryan Gable. Thank you so much for joining us this morning, this afternoon, tonight, whenever and wherever you are listening around the world. If you're listening in the show archive on the mini radio and podcast players where the show is available, please leave us a review. Let other people know what you think of the show. If you'd like to get rid of the advertisements, all those annoying monetized ads, you can subscribe to our archive at thesecretteachings.info. You'll get a lot more than the shows, though. You'll get access to the show earlier in the day if the show is pre-recorded. You'll get access to the montage archive, my digital books, and yearly subscribers get a physical copy of one of those books. Just visit the website and subscribe today. Or you can buy one of my books separately on the website. And check out our Patreon page for behind-the-scenes videos. It all supports The Secret Teachings and keeps us on air Monday through Friday. We don't have sponsors. We uh, have, like, one or two affiliates. We don't really have, uh, you know, anybody telling us what to to do or to say. We have uh, basically no income. Uh, It's just enough to get by. And I put my heart and soul into this because I love what I do. Uh, I love you as an audience. I love when people message me with uh, coherent, logical, rational emails and uh, 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 messages on uh, other platforms, Patreon, Facebook, and places like that. Uh, It makes me feel that what I'm doing is right. And uh, when people recognize that I'm not taking a direct political or religious or some biased stand on issues, I really love when people recognize that because that is my intention. I, I, I People accuse me, and I, I think it's an accusation, accuse me of being a Christian, accuse me of being a, 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 a Republican, or like I've just been accused of some, I was accused of working for the Southern Poverty Law Center uh, a couple of days ago because I don't believe in the snake venom hypothesis. It's just like any accusation, any name calling, any ad hominem attack, even if it's, you know, complimentary. I, I just, there's no name there's no name to 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 clear to classify. Uh, I don't think what we do here on the show. At least I, I hope that there's no name. I don't want there to be a name. I just want to look at things on a case by case basis, and I want to look at things in a way that hopefully you know we provide you with a unique perspective here uh, on things that otherwise uh, are kind of stale topics. Like in the state of Florida, the Department of Education is rejecting 50 math textbooks. That's 40 percent of what was submitted 
because they contain learning standards that are a violation of state law or they contain prohibited topics. What are those topics? What are those standards? Well, they include dressed up common core. They include critical race theory. They include gender and sexual themes. We can assume from what the Department of Education has said so far. This was three days ago, April 18th. The Department of Education for the state of Florida rejected these textbooks because of prohibited topics or unsolicited strategies, including CRT, while others were not allowed because publishers rebranded Common Core standards. Now, the media says Florida is banning books. There's a difference, though, between going into a library and ripping books out you don't like and burning them in the street, which is precisely what Antifa did in Portland a year or so ago. They went into Powell's. They took books they didn't like. I'm sure they had an agreement with Powell's to do this. And they, they burned them in the street. Or at least that's, I mean, it might have been like five crazy people that did it, but that was the idea that they were burning these books written by conservatives and racists and homophobes and Nazis and all that. Florida is simply stopping math textbooks that don't teach math from becoming part of the state's educational curriculum. There's a big difference. California, New York, Texas, Florida, Georgia, Washington, Oregon. Every state has an educational department that that rejects some books because they're not up to standards. But it's unique in Florida because the standards are held a little bit higher and there shouldn't be critical race theory or gender or sex or anything like that. I mean, Common Core is a separate issue. There shouldn't be any of this stuff in a math textbook. But the way that the media frames it is that they're banning books. They're Nazis, right? They're Nazis. Then Florida has a new bill that's about to be signed into law called Individual Freedom. And it basically prohibits on the basis of race, color, sex, national origin, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, teaching that one of those groups has to feel guilty for something that their ancestors or someone of a certain race in, in history, color, sex, national origin, is uh, you know responsible for. Uh, it, it, it protects people from being uh, accused and reprimanded and isolated as being responsible for some uh, aggression, some microaggression, uh, that, that you can't treat other people with uh, disrespect because of their, their race, color, sex, or national origin. I mean, these are things that are already enshrined in the Constitution. These are things that are already enshrined in, in state constitutions as well. But uh, this is something that they're really solidifying in the state of Florida. They're amending the Civil Rights Act in Florida to make it very clear that regardless of your sex, your color, regardless of your national origin, your race, you are protected inherently under the law. And opposition to this says that uh, this is basically about erasing. One article says here, erasing history. So they're banning history and they're banning books. Or maybe they're just banning books with a math cover that's, that teach critical race theory. Maybe they're banning, which is a, a, an abomination of, of, of history, an abortion of history. And maybe they're banning discrimination based on race and color. Uh, people don't understand that because, you know, they say white people, you know, are the only people that can be racist. So obviously it's going to be confusing to people who have that definition and not, you know, the actual definition of the word. 
Now the Florida Senate has gone further. To, they've, they've, they've voted and they passed a bill that's going to end Disney's self-government with these big tax implications that are going to be hanging over the state as well because there's a lot of money that has to be paid when they end that uh, Disney, uh, Reedy, uh, it's a Reedy Creek Improvement District. Here is the governor making that statement uh, the other day. I'd also like to make another announcement before we get into the subject of today's program. I think as many of you know, the Florida legislature is meeting this week uh, to consider the congressional reapportionment plan for Florida for the next 10 years, uh, and that is what they've been called upon to do. But I am announcing today that we are expanding the call of what they are going to be considering this week. And so, yes, they will be considering the congressional map, but they also will be considering termination of all special districts that were enacted in Florida prior to 1968, and that includes the Reedy Creek Improvement District. Now, people have said that the state of Florida is retaliating against Disney. My question is, if the state of Florida is removing Disney's special privileges, and Disney was to argue, which some people are already arguing for Disney that, that this violates Disney's right to free speech as a corporation. They should be able to voice their opinion on, on, on matters of, uh, of state laws and things like this. And it's like, once again, we, we don't understand the fundamentals of how things work. Um, if Disney is threatening, well, first of all, if Disney is lying about the state of Florida, if they're lying about the governor, if they're lying about the state legislature, if they're lying about the laws... If Disney is probably the biggest media empire in the world is basically threatening. Talk about retaliation. Disney said if HB 1557 passes, which it did, and the governor signed it into law, which is why they're getting rid of these critical race theory math books. Why are they teaching critical race theory and math or sex and math anyway? Disney said they're going to incorporate gay, lesbian, trans, etc., 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 characters into movies at a rate of about 50% of those characters that are created and, and, and those movies and TV shows that are produced by the end of the year. Uh, and I'm, I'm assuming all in, mostly in pre-production. So they're going to incorporate that into their entertainment because the state passed a law they didn't like. That sounds like retaliation. So the state said, well, you don't get special privileges anymore. Nobody deserves special privileges. And you know, re- regardless of what's right or wrong, it's funny how, how it's so easy to misrepresent. It's so easy to misdirect because, you know, who, who goes in and actually reads the bill? We did a show on abortion last week. Who, who, did anybody go read any of those abortion bills? All the media says is Republicans pass abortion bans at 15 weeks. They don't include rape or incest exemptions. Not after 15 weeks, but if you're raped or the victim of incest, you've got 15 weeks to get an abortion. That's plenty of time to get an abortion if you've been raped or the victim of incest. It's disingenuous. It's misleading. It's misrepresentative. They're violating Roe versus Wade. No, not really, because states under Roe versus Wade and under Casey in 1992 have a right to regulate abortion so long as they don't put substantial obstacles in the way to getting an abortion. A 15-week cutoff is not an, a, a substantial obstacle to getting an abortion. So the people that cite Roe versus Wade or Casey are actually misquoting 
those cases because they give the states the right to do this type of regulation. Same thing with things like trans issues. The state of Florida produced, this is from the state surgeon general, Joseph A. Ladapo, MD, PhD, but he's black and conservative, so he doesn't matter. The Florida Department of Health wants to clarify evidence recently cited on a fact sheet, recently cited on a fact sheet released by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and provide guidance on treating gender dysphoria for children and adolescents. Let's listen to what Jen Psaki had to say about these, these state laws that are targeting children and banning children from undergoing sex changes. Any person in their right mind would say, children should not be undergoing irreversible sex changes, having their breasts and their testicles removed. That is insanity. And it's pathetic if you're a Democrat and support it just because, well, this is the Democrat issue. No, it's not. That is not the Democrat issue. Your party's been hijacked by psychopaths. Here's Jen Psaki crying. She cries about the issue, literally. It's all a big clown game. The political games and harsh and cruel uh, attempts at laws or laws that we're seeing in some states like Florida, that is not a reflection of the country moving to oppose LGBTQ plus communities. That is not what we see in data. That is not factual. Uh, and that is not where things stand. This is a political wedge issue and an attempt to win a culture war. And they're doing that in a way that is harsh and cruel uh, to a community of kids, especially. I'm, I'm like going to get, emo- uh, I'm going to get emotional about this issue because I just, it's horrible. But, uh, but you know, it's, it's like kids who are bullied and they, 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 like all these leaders are, are taking steps to hurt them and hurt their lives and hurt their families. And you look at some of these laws in these states and it is going after parents who are in loving relationships, who have kids. It's completely outrageous, um, but it is, it is a wedge issue. Sorry, I, I'm just, this is an issue that makes me completely crazy. Um, well, no, I don't think the issue makes you completely crazy. I actually don't think Jen Psaki's crazy. I think Jen Psaki actually is mentally handicapped. And I don't, I don't mean that as a joke. I mean that seriously. Anybody who, who can honestly say what this woman just said with a straight face while also kind of sort of crying, but it doesn't really match up with what, what her face looks like when George Bush used to talk about war and smile, you know, have a smile on his face. I think this woman is mentally handicapped. That's what she sounds like. They're hurting kids and they're, they're attacking the parents and the loving relationships. Like, I, I feel like the woman is actually being honest. I think she actually thinks that. Maybe I should run it through reverse speech. I think Jen Psaki actually feels that way. I think a lot of people actually feel that way because they don't have the context or the perspective to recognize, well, what is Florida actually doing? What did the state of Arizona do recently? Whether it's abortion or trans issues, the state of Florida and the state of Arizona said, like a number of other states, you cannot teach a child and you cannot provide a child with gender, sexual, affirmation, therapy, and surgery. In what world does it become hateful to stop a 10-year-old from having their breasts removed before they're fully formed? In what world is it hateful and spiteful and evil and tear-invoking to have a, a 5-year-old or a 15-year-old remove their penis? In what world is that acceptable and in any way, shape, or form, by any definition, sane? 
Jen Psaki cries and pretends like she cares, and I think she does. I think she's mental. I think a lot of these people are, are clinically mentally handicapped. I mean, you know, you know like if you, if you ever spoke to somebody you know, who's who's like and I don't mean this as a derogatory thing, people that are a little bit slow, people that might have Down syndrome or people that have um, some type of like a mental degenerative disease, uh, people that are kind of childlike, uh, you know, arrested development. They never fully developed, which is, by the way, what hormone blockers and and, and, and puberty uh, blockers or. Uh, hormone drugs and puberty blockers and things like that actually do. They actually stunt your 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 mental development. That's why you've got thirty uh, year old, whatever they are, people like thirty year old people that are overweight because the drugs also do that to you. That are walking around stores. I see this, and they're carrying like Disney dolls. I saw a woman who was like three hundred pounds, green hair, uh, and she looked like her face was all swollen up, big thick rim, dirty glasses on. And she was carrying a a doll from the from the Disney movie. I think it was a Disney movie, Lilo and Stitch. And like my normal reaction is like, Jesus Christ, you know who she votes for? And I don't like thinking that, but it, it, it's true. Like, who do you think that woman voted for? And why did she vote for them? Because people like that are kept so. I'm trying to think of the appropriate word to use here. They're kept so in the dark about the most fundamental, basic contextual components of society and and how our system of government works. They think if they vote for a certain group, that group helps them and and believes in them. When, When in fact that group that you're voting for does to you what they do to black people and minority groups, they oppress you. They keep you with having nothing. Basically you, 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 you live and subsist on what they give you which is what the Communist Party is doing in Shanghai. They're telling people you can't buy food in bulk, you can't buy food at all, we'll provide you with the food. Because food is control. And when they tell you, 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 can't, you don't need to go get a job, you've got a, a gender dysphoria, you've got some kind of mental or physical disability, take money from the state, and as long as you keep voting for these blue politicians, they'll keep giving you the free money. You'll essentially live in, in uh, either conditions of squalor or conditions of poverty, even though that's better than most countries here in the States, and you won't be able to have much more than that, but we'll take care of you as long as you vote for us. That's basically a plantation. And, 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 and that's what they're doing with minorities. That's what they're doing with blacks. That's what they're doing with, with people that have gender issues and sexual issues. And a lot of them are clinically mentally ill. They, they, they're mentally stunted. And a lot of that is the drugs. That's also another reason there's a high suicide rate. It's not because they're bullied and picked on like Jin Saki said. Every kid is bullied and picked on. I was bullied and picked on. It wasn't because I'm trans. I was bullied and picked on for reasons that today I still don't know. Because kids are cruel. Because rich kids, because the school I went to was very wealthy. And um, I got to go there because my mom worked there. And uh, kids made fun of me and picked on me and pushed me into lockers. Literally. I got picked on Jinsaki. That doesn't mean that I'm trans. You're taking emotional situations that all kids deal with, confusion and, 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 and things like doubt, and, and you're teaching them that it's okay to have sexual reassignment surgery at a young age and, and providing them avenues to do that. that. That is, I think that is by definition grooming. That is by definition 
predatory behavior. So what is the state of Florida actually saying? As Jin Saki cries here. Uh, I'm going to get emotional about this issue. because just... We'll kind of keep her low there in the background. Well, let's see what she said. Let's see this, what the state says. Systematic reviews on hormonal treatment for young people show a trend of low-quality evidence, small sample sizes, and medium to high risk of bias. A paper published in the International Review of Psychiatry states that 80% of those seeking clinical care will lose their desire to identify or to have this identity with non-birth sex. One review concludes that, quote, hormonal treatments for transgender adolescents can achieve their intended physical effects, but evidence regarding their psychological or psychosocial and cognitive impact is generally lacking. According to the Merck manual, gender dysphoria is characterized by a strong, persistent cross-gender identification associated with anxiety, depression, irritability, and often a wish to live as a gender differed, uh, different from the one that is associated with the sex assigned at birth. You know what part of this is? Part of this is people that don't have any guidance. Part of this is people that don't have any you know, desire to take responsibility or to get a job or to grow or to build or to learn. They're, they're, they're intellectually bums. Or they've been turned into piles of meat that just, they're, they're just bodies. And, and they, their development has been stunted with media, with entertainment, with drugs and processed garbage food. And they think dyeing their hair and, and, and uh, you know, letting their, their bodies, like their big fat bodies just hang out. You know, it's, it's, it's literally like someone who is actually retarded and they might wear like, you know, weird clothing or, you know, I've seen a retarded guy walk, you know, walking here or there. He's got like, he's got a very large beer gut and has just got like his shirt pulled up and you can tell he, he, there's very little consciousness there. Like the guy's body and his mind, like his brain are physically damaged. That's not me judging the guy. I'm saying people like that, just like black people, just like gay people, just like some white people are being used to advance a political agenda. And you know where you see that in the physical world? Literally, you see that with Antifa where they used handicapped people and they used women and they pushed women and handicapped people in the front of other protesters, counter protesters. And then when the counter protesters try to stop the wheelchair or stop the crazy woman from attacking them, then they're attacking handicapped people and attacking women. That is a Marxist tactic. And they're doing it psychologically like they're doing it physically. So as Jen Psaki cries. Horrible. But, uh, but you know, it's, it's like kids who are bullied. And the, 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 like all these leaders are, are taking steps to hurt them and hurt their lives. Well, let's see what they're actually doing in the state of Florida. Due to lack of conclusive evidence, according to the state surgeon general, and the potential for long-term irreversible effects, the department guidelines for the state of Florida are as follows. Social gender transition should not be a treatment option for children or adolescents. If you want to get that after you become an adult, you can. Anyone under 18 should not be prescribed puberty blockers or hormone therapy. Children should also not be put, as far as I'm concerned, on antidepressant drugs. 18-year-old and under, anyone under 18 should not be prescribed puberty blockers or hormone therapy. This one is really big. Gender reassignment surgery should not be a treatment option for children or adolescents. Based on the currently available evidence, encouraging mastectomy 
ovi, uh, ovariectomy, uterine extirpation, penile disablement, tracheal shave, the prescription of hormones which are out of line with the genetic makeup of the child, or puberty blockers are all clinical practices which run an unacceptably high risk of doing harm. Children and adolescents should be provided social support by peers and family and seek counseling from a licensed provider. And it's also implied there that they do not have these issues reaffirmed or affirmed to begin with, reaffirmed, if they believe them. Where do kids get these ideas anyway? Kids get them from parents. Kids get them from school. Kids get them from entertainment like Disney. And then they go to school. They come home. They start to change. Their parents are wondering why. Kids change. Yes, that's normal. But when all kids in a, in a setting start developing these gender dys, dysphoria you know, ideas, it's coming from somewhere. Kids don't naturally think that way. And so they quickly get them on the hormone drugs. They get them on the puberty blockers. And they start setting up things for young kids like penile disablement, mastectomy, cutting off the breasts. That should not be done for children. So as Jen Psaki cries... Are taking steps They're to hurt kids. them and hurt uh, their lives uh, and hurt their families. And- what is the state of Florida actually doing? They're preventing children from having their breasts cut off, their ovaries removed, their penises disabled, literally, and being placed on uh, puberty blockers at a young age. That's what the state of Florida is doing. And the kids that are being placed on those kinds of things and doing those kinds of things are kids that are being preyed on by predators. That's the bottom line. But hey, if you don't want your kids to uh, take puberty blockers and you, you want to prevent kids from being taught about hardcore homosexual pornography in schools like they did in Weimar, Germany, um, you basically are a Russian, according to MSNBC's Nicole Wallace. Of, ...of focusing on what works. And I think we recently had a conversation about Mitch McConnell. And why does he do what he does? Because it works. It's the political reality. And I worry that in covering... Glenn Youngkin and his politics of parental choice, all the focus was on how well it worked. And even in our conversations about DeSantis, it's about how well they're serving him. The, the, the truth is, dehumanization as a tactic for politics is from war. Dehumanization is a, it's a, it's a tactic, it's being used right now. The Russians get their soldiers to rape children by dehumanizing them. Dehumanization. So basically, She's literally saying, if you don't want to teach kids to have their genitals cut off or their ovaries removed or their penises displaced, if you don't want to rip their breasts off and put them on various forms of drugs that'll make them commit suicide, you're a Russian. That's all they have. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings. More on that when we come back from break. Broadcasting from the edge of thought and consciousness, it's KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM. The Secret Teachings is finally available on nearly every podcast platform, from Apple and Spreaker to Spotify and Podcast Addict. Also available is TST Weekends. Search the show name and start listening today for free. If you want to avoid those annoying ads, subscribe to our ad-free archive with our oldest shows, a private RSS feed, our montage archive, and Ryan's digital books. Visit thesecretteachings.info. 
People ask me all the time what they can do to take control of their lives when facing a daily onslaught of dis- and misinformation. I say take control of your body and mind with water filtration. Visit www.thesecretteachings.info and click on our affiliate sponsor link with Pro One Water Filters at the top of the page to search for a water filter for the home, camping trip, and even the shower. They filter countless contaminants and make a wonderful gift for friends, family, and yourself. That's Pro One Water Filters at thesecretteachings.info. If you enjoy The Secret Teachings and want to hold years of Ryan's research in your hands, visit the website and grab a physical and digital copy of Ryan's books. Occult Arcana will introduce you to sacred myths, folklore, magic, and alchemy. The technological elixir will take you from transhumanism and AI to black goo and UFOs. Food philosophy will change your mind about what we call food, germ theory, and geoengineering. And remember, shipping is always included. Some restrictions exist for international. Visit thesecretteachings.info. For a lot longer than most podcasts have been around, The Secret Teachings has been at the forefront of unique investigation into both the mundane and the extraordinary. Critical thought and controlled speculation allowed us to determine that the much-anticipated UAP report would be vague, unexplained, and would simply imply the need for defense against national security threats. We determined that sonic weapons were the cause of Havana Syndrome a full year before CNN acknowledged the same. We told you about the mind-controlled magic, sex slavery, and intellectual theft in the music industry long before Britney Spears spoke out about her conservatorship, and we've been removed from radio for refusing to censor our show over international child trafficking networks and sex cults long before Epstein didn't kill himself. This has been done with no budget, only your support, and a will to learn and succeed. And you can continue to be a part of The Secret Teachings journey as we broadcast Monday through Friday after Lighting the Void with Joe Roop, right here on KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM. This is The Secret Teachings. If you'd like to contact the show, email Ryan at rdgable at yahoo.com or find him on Facebook at facebook.com slash thesecretteachings. Howdy, this is Joe Mars, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings. KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM. You know, I find it really disheartening. I find it really sickening. And I find it really frustrating how easily information can be taken out of context. I've said it a thousand times in the last two weeks. All these abortion bans all over the country, up to 15 weeks. The media says they don't include rape or incest exemptions, but they actually do. If you get raped or you're the victim of incest, you can get an abortion up to 15 weeks. So it's just like with we, the people of the United States, in order to form a more perfect union, establish, you you know the rest, as Joe Biden said. If you actually read the founding documents, they don't specify that blacks and homosexuals and every other group of people are included, not because of evil white men, but because all people, all humans, all men, everybody's included. Some people took that terminology and used it to justify slavery. May I remind you, though, that this is the only country that has established as, as like a cornerstone and as a foundation of the, the, the formation of the country that slavery was wrong. 
and the Continental Congress banned the importation of slaves and the expansion of slavery. If this country was inherently a slave-driving racist country, you would think the Continental Congress, with all those racist white people, would have actually expanded slavery and would have never banned the importation of slaves. It's a more complicated story than that, but the context matters a lot. And all we're hearing about in the media is Florida this, Florida that, DeSantis this, DeSantis that. They're trying to prevent children from getting gender treatment, sex treatment, puberty blockers, hormone therapy, and gender reassignment surgery. And this affects some people so badly, so much that even Jen Psaki, uh, I mean, maybe she's actually crying. I get emotional about this issue because I just, it's horrible. But, uh, but you know, it's it's she like she starts crying because, well, I mean, what? Why? And the, 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 like all these leaders are are taking steps to hurt them and hurt their lives. This woman sounds like a child, and I don't mean that in a derogatory way. Uh, like I usually look at this woman and I and I just feel disgusted. But when I look at look at her crying like this, and she's like children and families, and they're being attacked. I honestly think that the woman has a mental handicap. That 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 makes this kind of behavior make sense. Like someone who has Down syndrome or someone who is a little bit slow or someone who is by definition retarded. Again, that's not meant to be a derogatory thing. That is a that is a psychological and, and scientific thing. I believe that Jensaki is mentally retarded in some capacity or her facilities of critical thinking have been mentally retarded by the ideology and the programming. And by the way, this isn't unprecedented in politics. This isn't unprecedented in history. You go to places like China, it's nothing against the Chinese people. The, the, a lot of the people of China cannot, like I've, I know people that have gone on business there. You know, they've, had, they've had like lunch or dinner with Chinese businessmen. And they say that the, 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 these guys literally have no capacity for a joke. They have no capacity, which isn't a cultural thing. They literally do not smile. They literally do not have facial expressions. They literally do not know how to go off script. They do not know how to think for themselves. They are literally drones. They have had their ability to think beaten out of them, literally and figuratively. They have been indoctrinated at such a young age, they literally do not know how to think. The state is God. And when I listen to Jen Psaki act this way, I mean, maybe it's just a crocodile tear, but it, I mean, I honestly think but, uh, I think but, the woman you know, might be it's, mentally it's retarded. Like kids who are bullied and the, 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 like all these leaders are, are taking steps to hurt them and hurt their lives. So what what is Florida actually doing? Because she mentions Florida at the beginning of this video. Well, Florida is saying based on the evidence. Regarding the psychosocial and cognitive impact of hormonal treatments and transgender and transgender adolescents, um, the scientific basis for the safety of this is, is lacking. So as a result of that, anyone under 18 is not going to be prescribed puberty blockers or hormone therapy. Gender reassignment surgery is not going to be a treatment option for children or adolescents. Well, what is gender reassignment surgery? It's just like when people said, oh, yeah, sure, I support a no-fly zone in Ukraine. And then they were told, Okay, a no-fly zone means we shoot planes down. That that's going to start a larger war. Oh, well, then I'm not for that. And then the 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 people that supported it, like the percentage dropped rapidly. It was like down to 
it was like three quarters of people asked. And then when they were told that all it means war, well, it, it dropped down to like 20 percent because people don't know what these words mean. Well, what is sexual reassignment surgery? Well, let me read read you what the Surgeon General of Florida said. Based on the currently available evidence, encouraging mastectomy, cutting off the breasts, ovariectomy, ripping up the ovaries, uterine extirpation. I don't really want to tell you the, 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 the specifics of that, but I've read about that uh, in a book. In fact, I have it here called Irreversible Damage. I tried to get the author on, but I can't get a hold of her. Uh, it's a book about basically grooming children, um, but it was a very well-written book, and it was very not disrespectful to people that actually are uh, suffering from gender dysphoria. Penile disablement. I don't think I need to tell you what that is. Tracheal shave. And the prescription of hormones which are out of line with the genetic makeup of the child or puberty blockers are all clinical practices which run an acceptably, unacceptably high risk of doing harm. It also says children and adolescents should be provided social support by peers and family and seek counseling for a licensed provider. And what I didn't read you from the Florida Department of Health in the last segment, as Jin Saki once again uh, starts up. This is like all these leaders are, are taking steps to hurt them and hurt their lives. Really, Gensaki, because if you read what the Department of Health from Florida said, it said, quote, these guidelines do not apply to procedures or treatments for children or adolescents born with a genetically or biochemically verifiable disorder of sex development, DSD. These disorders include but are not limited to 46XXDSD, 46XYDSD, sex chromosome DSDs, XX or XY sex reversal, and ovo-testicular disorder. So let's get this straight. Jen Psaki cries like a lot of others, crocodile tears or from mental retardation. And I don't mean that as a derogatory thing. I mean that like literally her development, I think, has been mentally stunted, brainwashed and beaten into submission by tyrants and ideology. And like all these leaders are are taking steps to hurt them and hurt their lives and hurt their families. And you look at some of these laws in these states and it is going after parents who are in loving relationships who have kids. It's not going after parents. It, it, It does the opposite. It's basically saying that you cannot teach gender and sex to children. How many times do people have to say that? That means that means heterosexual sex as well. Jen Psaki. But the state guidelines also don't apply to people who actually have genetically or biochemically verifiable disorders of sex development. Why isn't the White House being honest about that? Why isn't the mainstream media being dishonest about that? I had to pull this from the Florida Department of Health website. When I I went and read the 15-week abortion ban, it doesn't mention rape or incest. They're right, because you can get an abortion before 15 weeks if you've been raped or the victim of incest. 15 weeks might be arbitrary, you can argue, but you can still get an abortion if you've been raped or the victim of incest. Then Florida says we're not going to have reassignment surgery for children. We're not going to encourage that. And Jen Psaki cries, but she didn't apparently read what the Florida Department of Health said because the guidelines, which are not rules or laws, the guidelines don't apply to children or adolescents born with a genetically or biochemically verifiable disorder of sex development. And those people, which they are people, do exist. And they make up such a small percentage of the population that it is highly suspicious that the White House, that Disney World, big corporations, big banks, international groups, politicians, and others are investing so much time, energy, 
and so many billions of dollars into protecting those tiny groups of people that suffer from XXXY, XY, DSD46, and all these different chromosomal uh, uh, deformities or disorders, which is what they are. They are deformities and disorders. I mean, like, for example, uh, when, I, when, I, when I stand up straight, my right foot kind of goes to the right a little bit. And I don't know if that's because I never was kind of taught posture and I've walked that way for so long. But I like I have to kind of like align my foot straight when I walk and it hurts my hip. Like I'm fine. Like I walked I walked like 10 miles yesterday, so I'm fine. But like that, that I guess you could say is almost like a deformity. It doesn't make me less of a person. I play basketball. I could have gone to college to play basketball probably with that issue. What I'm saying is I guess I have kind of a deformity, you know, because my foot's not straight. You know, these issues can become you know, arbitrary and, and debatable, but when you have these chromosomal disorders, they are disorders. It doesn't mean that you're not a person. And so when Jen Psaki cries, and when the mainstream media says that preventing children from going on puberty blockers and hormone therapy and having gender reassignment surgery, these are children, by the way, this is equivalent to Russian soldiers raping children. It's dehumanizing. This is what MSNBC said. MSNBC's Nicole Wallace compared DeSantis's legislation to Russian soldiers raping children, literally. She said, the truth is dehumanization as a tactic for politics is from war. Russians get the soldiers to rape children by dehumanizing them. Funny you say that, Nicole Wallace, because this is precisely what the communist Soviets told their soldiers to do. Rape German women, rape German children, beat German women, beat German children, kill German men. And this is precisely what the Soviets did when they entered into Berlin. 14 million Germans were basically excommunicated from their homeland. And communists took up their places of residence. And they brutally raped, tortured, and things that are grotesque for radio, those German people who did nothing. But they were German, so they had to be raped and brutalized. If you do not believe me, look that history up. All war is, yes, dehumanization. But the reason I bring up what the Soviets did to the Germans is because the dehumanization of the German people and German society and German culture, going even back to the early 20th century before the 1930s, was rampant because of the economic threat that Germany posed to most of Europe, particularly to Britain. Again, this is an interesting history to look up and to read about. The point, the little gem in here that, that I want to get out is the, the aspect of dehumanization because dehumanization was the tactic used against the German people in the 1920s to prevent them from growing and uh, regaining some of the economic stability they had before the First World War. Because after the treaties, after the First World War, they weren't even allowed to have, basically, weren't allowed to have a military. They weren't allowed to have anything, which was, I, I feel like, a violation of, should be a violation of just basic human rights and international law, and countries have a right to, to, to do these things. So, you know, if you look at that, what did they do? They dehumanized men and women. They dehumanized children. They showed uh, sexually perverse material to children, homosexuality, transvestites, cross-dressing, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I've said it a million times. You're probably tired of it now. 
But this is the same dehumanization tactic being used to put children on puberty blockers, hormone therapy, and chop their breasts and penises off, literally, encouraging mastectomy and penile disablement or uterine extirpation. I don't even want to tell you what that is. This is what they're giving prescriptions to for children to have surgeries. These are kids, like 5 to 10-year-olds, 11-year-olds. These are kids. An 18-year-old shouldn't be making that decision. That's the cutoff for the state of Florida. Under 18, we're not doing puberty blockers, hormone therapy, and gender reassignment surgery. And MSNBC says that is the equivalent of Russian soldiers raping children to dehumanize them. Oh, the irony. When you literally rip the genitals off of a child in the name of equality and justice, apparently that's not rape or dehumanization or genital mutilation. If you tell kids, let's learn about math and stop focusing on our genitals, that's the equivalent of dehumanizing them and raping them like Russian soldiers. Listen to what MSNBC's Nicole Wallace said. Focusing on what works. And I think we recently had a conversation about Mitch McConnell. Why does he do what he does? Because it works. It's the political reality. And I worry. Mitch McConnell's a piece of trash as far as I'm concerned. So I'm not a Republican to make that clear for the 10 trillionth time. Here's what she had to say. That in covering Glenn Youngkin and his politics of parental choice, all the focus was on how well it worked. And even in our conversations about DeSantis, it's about how well they're serving him. The, the, the truth is dehumanization as a tactic for politics is from war. Now, she's right about that. Dehumanization is a tactic from war. Every single military, every single piece of propaganda produced by any country, any tribe throughout all of human history is dehumanizing your enemy so soldiers feel better about killing other human beings. That's a fact. But dehumanization is a it's a it's a tactic. It's being used right now. The Russians get their soldiers to rape children by dehumanizing them. Dehumanization as a practice is a tactic of war. It's being deployed in our politics. And people like you and I sometimes lose the plot and, and admire its effectiveness. It's not its substance. But even the analysis of these tactics loses sight of what of what this speech brings us back to, which is that dehumanization has a cost right now, right now, as it's being deployed. There are children and, and, and Chastin Buttigieg made this point when Don't Ask, Don't Tell was introduced. Kids will die. How do we bring it back to the substance of the harm that is done by any strategy in war and politics of dehumanizing people. Children will die. You know how many tens of millions of children are murdered at Planned Parenthood every single year? I think Republican state legislatures and governors that are limiting access to abortion, which, by the way, in most states means that, like in Florida, where there's this big thing about abortion, uh, the new abortion 15-week ban... Uh, actually applies to only 6% of abortions that are typically had. All the other abortions fall within the 15-week mark already without the law. So they're, they're being disingenuous about that, just like they're being disingenuous about this. If you're worried about children dying, I mean, look at children. They're obese. They're diabetic. Children have degenerative diseases that, they, that, that adults shouldn't have, and they have them at a young age. Children are being aborted by tens of millions at Planned Parenthoods. Black children are, are 
uh, black women make up about 20 million people in the United States. They account for 30% of all abortions at Planned Parenthood clinics, birth control society. So you're worried about dehumanizing children and children dying, but it's okay if we have obese, diabetic children with heart problems at 10, and it's okay if we rip 60-plus million babies out of the womb every year. That's perfectly acceptable. But if you don't want children being put on puberty blockers and hormone therapy, which will stunt their mental development and their physical development, and you don't want children to have their genitals cut off, or let me just read these again, mastectomy, overectomy, uterine extirpation, penile uh, disablement, tracheal shave, and the prescription of hormones, etc., etc., etc. If you don't want those things done to children who want to go to Chuck E. Cheese and have a pizza and play in the ball pit, if you don't want to do that to children, that makes you a Russian soldier raping them and dehumanizing them. I think chopping a child's breasts off, chopping a child's reproductive system to pieces so they can never have a child is not only dehumanizing, it is eugenics, which is precisely what the Birth Control Society was founded on, eugenics. Margaret Sanger, Planned Parenthood is a eugenics operation and teaching children that it's okay to stunt their mental and physical development, chop their breasts off, their ovaries, their penises, etc., 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 is somehow equal and just and helping those children. You want to help children commit suicide, that's how you do it. You want to help children not fit in, that's how you do it. You want to dehumanize people? That's how you do it. You want to rape people? That's how you do it. It's not just some crazy psycho pedophile, you know, sticking himself inside of a little kid. Now they're like, all right, we're done with the pleasure. Now we're just going to slice the penis off. You have to, you have to, you have to really stop for a moment. Russian soldiers raping children is the same as states like Florida saying we're not going to chop penises off of children. Do these people honestly come up with these talking points themselves? Is somebody writing these or do they actually believe this? Like this woman doesn't seem genuine. Uh, Jen Psaki. It's completely outrageous. Um, but it- she seems a little bit you know, genuine to me. I think she's actually suffering some some kind of mental retardation if i and i mean i mean that i'm dead serious if you could see my face i'm dead serious if you could see my face right now i think she's a victim of ideology and abuse and that's how you act when you're a victim of ideology and abuse that's precisely right here no it's it's like kids who are bullied and like all these leaders are are taking steps to hurt them and hurt their lives. But Jen Psaki is not being honest. Neither is Nicole Wallace of MSNBC because the state of Florida says the guidelines for not giving children puberty blockers or hormone therapy do not apply to procedures or treatments for children or adolescents born with a, gen, a genetically or biochemically verifiable disorder of sex development, which are real things. So they're not denying that those things don't exist. They're not denying that these people don't exist. They're just saying we're not going to subject all children in the state of Florida to gender affirmation, psychiatry and psychology, put them on hormone drugs and puberty blockers that stunt their physical and their mental development before their brains are even fully developed to make rational decisions before they can buy cigarettes, alcohol or join the military, rent a car or a hotel. 
they're saying it's okay to chop off the breasts and chop off the genitals. And MSNBC says this, this is like Russian soldiers raping children. Okay, in this politics of parental choice, all the focus was on how well it worked. And even in our conversations about DeSantis, it's about how well they're serving him. The, the, the truth is, dehumanization as a tactic for politics is from war. Dehumanization is a, it's a, it's a tactic it's being used right now. Well, she's right about that. Did you hear what she said? Dehumanization is a tactic for war, and, and that is precisely what it is. When you treat children with puberty blockers and hormone drugs and cut off their testicles and their, their, their sexual reproductive organs and their breasts, that is dehumanizing. That is rape. That is torture. That is brutalization. The Russians get their soldiers to rape children by dehumanizing them. Dehumanization as a practice is a tactic of war. It's being deployed in our politics, and people like you and I sometimes lose the plot and, and admire its effectiveness. It's not its substance, but even the analysis of these tactics loses sight of these tactics, dehumanization, no cutting off genitals, that's dehumanization. You know, that's, I love this clip and I'm ending the show on it tonight because once again, when you read what states are actually doing, it's nothing like the media is telling you. They give you the talking points, whether it's Fox News or CNN, they give you the talking points. People go out and regurgitate them and I have to come along. Some of you have to come along and say, hold on a second, time out. It's dehumanizing to not rip a child's penis off. It's dehumanizing to not put them on puberty blockers and stunt their mental development. I mean, you know, there, there's this Michigan state senator who uh, was accused of grooming uh, children. Uh, here's what she had to say. She was in the news this week. I didn't expect to wake up yesterday to the news that the senator from the 22nd district had overnight accused me by name of grooming and sexualizing children in an email fundraising for herself. So I sat on it for a while wondering why me? And then I realized because I am the biggest threat to your hollow, hateful scheme. Because you can't claim that you are targeting marginalized kids in the name of, quote, parental rights if another parent is standing up to say no. This is Senator Mallory McMorrow. And what she says is an inverted inversion of reality once again, I believe. I think she actually believes it. But it sounds like an inversion of reality because what's happening here is you're actually targeting 99. 3% of the population, not the opposite. And they say that if you don't want this type of stuff, it, you're, you're, you're targeting a, a tiny minority. No, if you want it, you're targeting the vast majority of people. And if you are encouraging children to take hormones, to take puberty blockers, to have their, their, their mastectomy, to have their penile dis disablement, that is grooming. And if you call the opposition to those things dehumanization, you are projecting and mirroring your ideology. So what are these things? The, 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 the grooming, the, the, the sexualization, all these words that we hear, and, and, and the stopping of these things before they get started. Once again, I think you've got people that actually believe it. They are mentally slow, mentally handicapped, or they're just downright absolutely 100% brainwashed. 
It's like some weird ritual. It's like some kind of eyes wide shut party. And you go there and there's all these prostitutes and all these rich, powerful people and everybody's just banging, you know, these women. And it's all these rich, powerful individuals. And then, you know, if you've seen Eyes Wide Shut, uh, the prostitute, you know, she dies because they kill her because she told Tom Cruise this stuff about this party and that they were going to kill him because he didn't belong there. And they killed her and got away with it because she was just a whore. No one's going to miss a, a drug addict whore. So they killed her. That's what it feels like when I, when I look at Disney World now. I feel like Disney World is this, this eyes wide woke. And like you walk into Disney and it's just grooming and sexualization. You walk into any conversation, you step into any conversation about this, and there's hardly any context, hardly any perspective from abortion to the state of Florida banning certain books. The media tells us when it's not actually banning it, it's just rejecting books that are teaching critical race theory and gender and sex and common core in math. You could understand common core, but you shouldn't be teaching race and you shouldn't be teaching sex in a math class. You walk into these situations and it's like walking into a weird, perverted, eyes wide shut, Franklin scandal like orgy. And Republicans are guilty too. Remember what... uh, the congressman, uh, what was the guy's name, uh, Cawthorn or something? He said that, and, and the media is just all over this guy, Madison Cawthorn, that uh, he was invited to these drug and these, these basically these, these sex and drug parties. And uh, that, that includes Republicans as well. They're, they're involved in it, too. It's not just Democrats. Democrats just seem to be the, the vessel to carry this out. But the Republicans are involved in it, too. And anybody that's standing in the way of it, you can call it Republican. You can call it dehumanization. This is an inversion of reality. It's people that are saying, we want a decent society. We want God in our lives. And that doesn't mean I'm a fundamentalist Christian. That means we want balance and context. We want perspective. We want free choice. We do not want children being sexualized, groomed, and indoctrinated with gender, sex, race, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, because it turns people into this when you do that. But, you know, it's it's like kids who are bullied and they, 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 like all these leaders are, are taking steps to hurt them and hurt, hurt their lives. This is what happens. You become a lifelong pawn and drone of the state. And luckily, we have enough barriers in this country that this isn't the social and cultural norm everywhere you go. We need to understand that when we look at these things, that this is basically like walking into, as far as I'm concerned, an eyes wide shut party. And you're like, wait a minute. I, I know who those people are. I know, I know who that person is and that person and that person. And why do, why do they want to get access to kids' genitals? Why, why do, and why are they calling opposition to that dehumanizing? Like, that doesn't make any sense. There's something wrong here. It's like, there's something wrong here. It's like there's it's like something perverted or something. I, I, what is it? It's like, is it Sabatianism? Is it Frankism? You know, where depravity is sacred? Where traditional values are inverted and replaced? Like, I, I don't know what it is exactly, 
But uh, there, there's something here when you look at it in context that uh, it's, I call the show tonight Eyes Wide Woke because that's what it really, it's, it's, it's like some Eyes Wide Shut party. And you walk in and you're just kind of confused and then uh, you, don't, you don't know what the hell's going on. And you figure it out pretty quick. These people are predators. They're immensely powerful and, and they want access to your kids because this is what conquerors do. This is what psychopaths do. This is what predators do. And uh, we need to get the perspective and the context to understand this so that we can oppose it. Even if you're a Democrat, it's not about Republicans and Democrats. It's about people that are predators getting access to children to groom them and sexualize them. And Disney seems to be leading the charge. And I I don't know necessarily uh, this guy on Facebook, a listener of ours, TJ uh, Mickleborough. He said, who is it? All these people involved. What the heck is going on? And I said, you know what? That's the big question. Uh, we don't exactly know necessarily every detail, every person, every group. But what we do know is well, their actions, and their actions are perverted and depraved, predatory and disgusting, and they're fundamentally anti-human and dehumanizing. And we need to address that and call it out for what it is and stop backing down and trying to apologize when we're accused of being one of a number of names that people throw at us when they don't agree with what we're saying. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings. Thank you so much for tuning into the broadcast. TheSecretTeachings.info. Grab a book. Subscribe. rdgable at yahoo.com. Stay safe. Stay informed. Stay healthy. And we'll talk to you on the next broadcast. Mm-hmm.